The Chad Prather Show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Why haven't you gotten a VPN yet? Visit expressvpn.com slash watchchad. Why haven't you gotten ExpressVPN? I don't know. Ah, it's party time, Mom. Tuesday, welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Here's Studio 22, the mothership. Puppet Master Mark at the helm, flying us into the nether regions, all things nether. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. How are you guys? Are you wonderful? Are you fantastic? You look amazing. You kids. Oh, fantastic. You, it's wasted on the young, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, you know exactly what I'm talking I about. Do. I was all YMCA. <laughs> were, yeah, see? Yeah, that's exactly right. I was it's ready like, to party with you. Like, yeah, anyway, I have jokes, but I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> Oh, party foul, Steve. Hanging out at the pub. Just over here being essential. <laughs> How's everything going, Steve? How's everything going? Great. Yeah? Can't complain at You're all. You're busy? Yes. I never see you anymore. I know. It's like you don't come over. I invite. I'm going to say, I'm doing things. I'm yeah. doing things. I, I am I know you're riding around with your top off and... Uh, yeah, I, I you're see referring your, to the Jeep. I, I see your, uh, oh yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch your Instagram. I see what you're doing. I'm like, dang, he's out having fun. It's like, all right, cool. Not self-isolating. I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I tend to not be out having fun. I'm working a lot. I'm doing a lot of different things. And when I get on Instagram, I've been doing the pillow talk. You know, a little pillow talk. Uh, I had a lady who told me yesterday, she's like, I just scroll on past you now. You've become too much of a celebrity. I don't like you anymore. And I'm like, yep, you didn't choose to do it this time. Fascinating. Fascinating. We used to like you, but now you creep us out. Is a pillow talk <laughs> like a big deal? I see it too. I scroll by it, but I'm like, I don't want to see Chad. I don't want to... I don't want to hear Chad laying in bed talking. There you go. I love that. There you go. I'm going to have to check it out. You remember when Steve used to be on the Chad Prather show? I do. It was was a good time. He was fun. He was good people. Good people. Now he's an executive producer and he's into (laughs) all of these different things. Just hands in a lot of different pots. He's got so much going on. He was a good guy. It's like Graham Allen. You know, Graham Allen became a smart ass. We ran him off too. Mm -hmm. Got my eyes on you, Beck. What were you going to say? Were you going to say some more about Steve? No, I was Eddie's just a good dude. I miss him. Steve, yeah. I miss I him. I remember him fondly. <laughs> oh, boy. I tell you, it's fun. No, seriously, I got to come over there. I got to see the new bar you've built. Yeah, it's getting bigger and better. We're doing some more things this week. What's and, that? Uh, what are you doing now? Well, we're just expanding some things and... Okay. Mm. Steve, I, Steve texted me the other day. He's like, hey, man, uh, my son's got my shotgun. I need a shotgun. I'm like, I'm not even responding to that. That's not exactly <laughs> what I said. What did you say? You said something about your shotgun shells not being your truck. I, the said, case is missing. All I'm, I'm saying is I keep a case. I keep a plastic <laughs> shell case in the back of my truck and in, inside the cab. I have my molded hearing protection. I have a pair of glasses in there. I have I keep a lot of shotgun shells in there because I go out to the clay range uh, in northwest Fort Worth, mm-hmm. and I shoot a lot. The case is mysteriously missing. It's a heavy case. You don't just pick it up and move it's, it. It's probably still laying out Steve. next to where the beer cooler was at the range. <laughs> Steve has a tendency to make things disappear. Mm. <laughs> and he borrowed the truck last week so i was like hey 
have you seen this? He said, nope. I only took out the trash Yeah. when he borrowed the trash. <laughs> I was like, maybe I was keeping that trash And what I was saying is, I don't even have a shotgun right now, so why would I need your shotgun Well, I didn't shells? know if you just pulled it out in your in your efforts of cleaning it up, and maybe you stuck oh, no. it in your garage. I literally so. just pulled up to the dumpster and started pulling stuff yeah, out. See, there it is. There it is. Found them. I honestly, I, that thing never comes. It's been in my truck. I mean, it's always in the truck, so. Who it knows? might still be in there. It's not. There's a lot of clothing. There's <laughs> there was, a pile I, there was of golf club, golf shoes. There was like you never know when you got to play a little golf. Yeah, you don't know. Are you really a person who's prepared? Or are you messy? I could live both. I could live out okay. of my truck as long as I want. Okay. Yeah. You you don't keep a clean house. No. Oh, clean house. Yeah. I'm not. We're talking about my truck. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Big Did difference. Got it. Big difference. Hey, unless you plan on self-isolating forever, you're going to need to be around other people again. So one of the best ways to avoid getting sick, help the immune system. That's right, all year round, which is why you should be taking Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables, which boosts energy and supports a healthy immune system. If you're out of shape and don't eat healthy, your risk is higher. It's as simple as that. Plus, a diet of fruits and vegetables... Well, it can reduce your risk of heart disease, hypertension, stroke, even cancer. Plus, Field of Greens is prebiotic, probiotic, and a great source of vitamins, fiber, other nutrients. Just put a scoop in a glass of water, stir it up, and you're done. Drink it right on down. Right now, you can save 15% off your first order with the offer code CHAD at BrickHouseChad.com. Go to BrickHouseChad.com, subscribe. You'll save an extra 10% every single month. So turn your body into a brick house with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseChad.com, BrickHouseChad.com. We'll be right back. Hey, you know, if the worst thing that can happen to you is you lose a box of shotgun shells out of your truck, you're doing pretty good. The world's gone crazy. I told Jade, I shocked her last night. I said, I just went off the planet. She's like, what's bringing that on? And I'm like, see, she doesn't read the news really. Like, she doesn't go looking for it. If it pops across her news feed or her timeline, she might see something. Mm -hmm. She's more in the medical stuff, right? Like, what's going on in the world of medicine? I look at people's reactions because for me... I'm really not a heavily political person per se. I'm not a. I'm not that. I'm a cultural person. Like, how does politics affect culture and people's mindsets and sociologically? How do we relate with each other? A lot of people think I'm some kind of political pundit. I'm really not. I mean, in truth, when it gets down into the nuts and bolts, I'm just like everybody else. I don't understand that much about politics. I just know how. I just know how things generally function and ultimately how those things affect people's lives. Right. You disagree? I do. You do? I, I disagree with that. I think you understand more than you're letting Maybe. on. Maybe. I don't know. It's kind of you. Not I've true. I've pretty much just devolved into celebrity now. Uh, <laughs> so I told Jade, I said, I just want off the planet because it's crazy. And what I was referring to was this pope, this pope, this Roman Catholic pope, this guy that whatever he is that occupies the Vatter, Vatican, mm-hmm. the Vatican. Uh, I read a headline yesterday morning that was that was deeply troubling, deeply disturbing on numerous levels. And one of the things was during this coronavirus lockdown, uh, the street prostitutes, which I don't know where else they would be, but particularly transsexual street prostitutes in a beach town near Rome, they're without work. 
uh, they turned to the local Catholic priest to help buy food. Uh, so the parish's resources were already stretched to limit by the health crisis, so the priest turned to uh, the cardinal, who's known as the Pope's Robin Hood, who runs the Vatican Charities, and so he wired the money to the parish for them. Um, someone said, uh, well, the cardinal, he said, I don't understand why this is getting so much attention. This is ordinary work for the church. It's normal. This is how the church is a field hospital. Uh, so the headlines came out talking about how the Pope was saying, yes, we're offering relief to transsexual prostitutes there outside of Rome. Now, he said, you know, these are the kind of things where we, we look at each other's differences and this brings people together. And I'm sure there are going to be those who would say to us, well, this is an outreach for them. They're being compassionate. Okay, that's fine, but but are we? What do we do? I mean, do we? Does the church? Is it the responsibility of the church to feed all prostitutes or just transsexual prostitutes? I mean, all of do, them. I mean, well, this is a group that eat. reached out to them, though. This is a group that reached out to them, right? So, okay, they're not going to turn a blind eye. And look, let me tell you, I don't care who you are or what your lifestyle is. If you come to me and it's within my means, I am going to do my best to help you. I don't want you hungry. I don't mm-hmm. want you uh, unsheltered. I don't want you without clothing, right? Uh, I have compassion in that regard. But mm-hmm. it's, it's crazy when you come out and there's an official statement, if you will, uh, that keeps continuing, like, this is the Roman Catholic Church who's just going to go out there and just target, and, I, you know, maybe this is a media bias way of, of twisting this thing. Maybe it is a non-issue, right? I don't, I don't know. It's a non-issue. I, I think it's a non-issue as well. I just know the way this Pope is and the direction that the Catholic Church is going not always the greatest look when that is the angle that they're taking. Well, he's just helping transsexual prostitutes. Um, I think he's he's helping sinners. Okay. Because that's what we all are. Okay. And they're, they need help. And so that might be, I yeah. hope, when the church I, listen, sees it. I, I'm not throwing any opinions out there. I'm just saying. I, I, I'm putting it out there. People can form their own deal. Yeah. Uh, we're all sinners. I don't care if it's a homosexual sin or a transsexual sin, a heterosexual sin. Right. We all commit sexual sins, since that's what we're talking about. We, you know, mm-hmm. many, there's, there's a whole Look, category and list of sins. But As an individual, if you give your money to the church, what they do with it is, you know, wherever it goes, that's it goes. The church. Now, you as an individual, if you say, oh, well, I want to just help this person, mm-hmm. then go for it. But once you <clears throat> give it to God right. or the church. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not some narrow-minded bigot in that saying, oh, they shouldn't have helped people. I, that's not my thing but it's Mm -hmm. interesting that this is what's going on now where i start to draw some conclusions (laughs) is uh some of these underground tunnels that vatican priests are using to go to gay nightclubs um whole other deal okay that's different yeah whole other deal i see how you i see where i see where you tied that one yeah, well, there. no, no, they're, they're two, You're not tying two, it they're together. disconnected things. Are they? They're, well, are yeah. we getting special favors for helping their organization? <laughs> I don't know. Right. I mean, maybe there's a reason the transsexual prostitute community came to the Catholic Church. I don't know. Plot twist. I don't know, but I'm that just saying. That express doorway. Remember what I say. The issue is never the issue. That's, that's a plot twist. There's always, there's other things. Uh, 
I just know that it would be very difficult for me if I identified myself as a Roman Catholic, if that was my faith. I'd have a very hard time supporting this pope and this Vatican right now. I, I just would hmm. because it, I just don't um, – I get that he's super woke and all that stuff, but there also – there is a um, – you know, one of the, the guys said they're really difficult because this – uh, they're really in difficulty because sometimes their passports were taken away by mafia pimps who control them. We follow the gospel. Okay. Um, but the gospel demands a change, right? The gospel demands uh, – it, it demands a repentance. It demands a lifestyle change. So I can't fund your um, iniquity. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Right? I see what you're saying. I'll feed you if you're hungry. Right. And it might be that my feeding you helps turn you right. into a lifestyle that is less destructive for you. I'll put it that way. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Understood. Put it out there. Just put it out there. It's interesting. But it, the world's gone crazy. I mean, there's no question about it. Mm-hmm. I don't really want off the planet. Okay, you bunch of haters. You bunch of haters. We feel good now? Are we good? Are we good? Yeah. Catholics? Okay. And the Baptists and the Methodists and the Presbyterians? charismatics the pentecostals the church of god assemblies everybody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. non-denominational <laughs> oh yeah non-denominational is a denomination in itself <laughs> pretty much has become that yeah pretty much has become that oh man oh man i was talking to a friend of mine uh uh chris bates who is he works for southwest airlines does a fantastic job keeping those planes in the air uh we were talking about he said i think they have like God, Chris, I'm sorry if I misquote you, buddy. I think they have like 150 airplanes that are grounded, and then they can only go so long, and they got to put them back in the air. Even if they fly empty, they've got to fly them, right? Got to keep them up, got to keep them rolling, got to keep them in good mechanical health and stuff like that. So the Southwest Airlines CEO said it's safe to fly despite the coronavirus pandemic. This was in the New York Post. Uh, Gary Kelly, who is – he was on Face the Nation on CBS – uh, he said the airline's taking extreme measures to ensure passengers will be safe from the COVID-19 virus. Uh, it says they're as safe as humanly possible. I saw something on Twitter where American Airlines came out and was talking about they've actually released videos of how they're sanitizing their planes. And, you know, I mean, thank God, because, Steve, we got to get on them, buddy. Yeah, and uh, they did. I did get the email where we have to wear masks on American Airlines now. But, um, you know, the air inside a airplane is constantly circulating it mm-hmm. goes through all the filters yeah. and stuff it comes from the outside runs through filters and then it's released back out so it's probably cleaner than the air we're breathing in the studio right now well, one of the, well, i don't know if that's true or not i mean you know uh, i've always said that recirculated air make you sick um you breathe in people's funk that's why they have that you know those heavy doses of c and those travel things and you know vitamins uh get your field of greens you'll be okay uh, but one of the things he said is they're exercising social distancing on the aircraft. They're doing everything they can so they're not filling the planes up so people can kind of spread out. Uh, it'll be interesting. The airlines are going to is the airline industry is going to be interesting. And like you said, American Airlines is probably going to make people wear masks. Um, make sure you don't do it like uh, this woman who put her mask on when she went in. Check this video out, and you'll see what I'm saying. Hello. How are you doing? Pretty good. I need 10 on pump one, please. Oh, where'd you get that mask from? <laughs> well, since we have to wear them and it makes it harder to breathe, it just makes it a lot easier to breathe. Cutting it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that too. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> she had her nose and mouth cut out. <laughs> she is wearing the mask. She's wearing a mask. 
Probably only because it was mandatory. Uh, I'm going to get me a Batman mask, like the whole headgear mask. Yeah. You know, yesterday on the show, we had Dave Rubin uh, on, and he was talking about out in L.A. He ran over to the CVS uh, to to buy something, the pharmacy there, and they had it on the door that you couldn't go in without a mask on. So we've talked about masks. I mean, we I've, I've, I've given you my spiel on masks, <laughs> and... That's what makes you feel good about yourself. Then that's that's okay. Uh, Mike Pence came out uh, yesterday or Sunday, I guess it was, who said that he regretted now that his visit to the Mayo Clinic that he wasn't wearing a mask. He probably, in hindsight, probably should have done that. Um, I, I, I have my I have my questions there on that deal. And you know, I did a live feed video a few weeks ago about masks. Was that a murder hornet? Where that just flew by. I think it was a fly. That was a murder hornet, man. Oh, God. Asian murder murder hornets. Mm-mm. Racist. Mm-mm. Chinese murder hornets, Mm-mm. Steve. That's what oh, they're yeah. called. They look scary. That's right. The flypaper is barren on the shelves. There's just none there. <laughs> There's been a run. Look, look at, at him. that sucker. It's like an inch and a half long. Ugh. They've hornet. been around. They, now they're saying the South, the South is going to just get... We're going to be flying murder. those. They just keep getting those bigger. It'll be like never-ending story. We'll oh. just fly. Apparently, you can't get hornet spray either. It's... Cleared all the shelves Dude, and all the Walmart. I'm telling you, man. None of it left. <laughs> I'm telling you. I, I tell you what I'm. I tell you what I'm doing. I'm stocking up on nine millimeter bullets because I could kill them yeah. with a pistol, right? Just like uh, what was it? Die, you eight legged freaks, where the big big spiders took over the town. Mm. Yeah, I, it probably the David Arquette movie. Easier to hit them with a shotgun. That's probably why your shotgun shells are gone. <laughs> probably so, man. I, based on the way I was shooting clays this weekend, I, I can't hit the, hit the hornet. But that, so the world, man, has gone crazy. That's why I said I went off this planet. By this summer, we'll have flying spiders and Godzilla. Yeah. It'll be crazy, Natalie. I'm moving to the slake with you behind the closed gates. We'll have murder hornets there, you I'm will. sure. Probably. Murder hornets? Yeah. Chinese murder hornets. I called them murder hornets yesterday on Twitter, and somebody said, Chad, don't be PC. They're Chinese murder hornets. <laughs> <laughs> only have so many words yeah. to type but you know this lady she's wearing her mask uh you know if you put one of those masks on if you put an n95 mask on here's an experiment for you kids put your mask on uh and stick your tongue out and fan like that beside the mask you'll feel that air touch your tongue you know why because stuff's still getting in it Stuff's right. still getting in there. It's 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 for you to protect from others, right? I right. wear a mask when I go to my mother-in-law's house when I'm forced to go. Uh, <laughs> that way, so I don't spread anything to her, right? Because we're you know we kiss yeah. a lot. We kiss a lot. I have a new song coming out this weekend. It's called uh, "Take Six Feet and Shove It." Mm-hmm. After Johnny Paychecks, take this job and shove it. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, did that? Uh, CJ was with me from the Deplorable Choir. We did. I got she to contributed. hear it. Did you it's, hear some of it? Yeah. I did. I got to hear some of it. I take can't wait six for the feet and shove it. Yeah, I ain't quarantined no more. I'm just it's waiting for really the video. Gonna really make people mad. I want to see the video. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. That's what we're waiting on. The video will be out this week. It's gonna be good. Take six feet and shove it. It's a. It's a an attempt at humor people it's humor something that folks have lost these days <sighs> tech pack tech pack is the premier monthly subscription box for military tactical prepper and second amendment enthusiasts for just 49.95 a month you get at least a hundred dollars worth of gear sometimes up to 150 or 200 dollars worth 
You're going to get it from different companies, 511, Sons of Liberty, Gunworks, Mission First Tactical, Armaspec, a whole lot more. They're going to send you AR-15 parts, a lot of accessories, EDC tools, knives, gear to keep you prepared for when the poo hits the fan and it's already smearing all over the wall right now. Sign up today. Make it in time for the June pack. It is physically their biggest box ever. Had to get a bigger box to fit all the gear. Uh, SOG, Mechanics, where Strike Industries, and more in this one. You're going to love it. Use promo code CHAD at checkout to receive a free extra bag of tactical goodies shipped out with your first pack. Don't wait, folks. These are flying off the shelf. Maze pack sold out two weeks early. Go to TACPAC.com. That's T-A-C-PAC.com. Sign up today. TACPAC.com. Offer code CHAD. Go today. I'm tired of these governors and these mayors. I'm sick of them. Uh, Natalie, I'm tired of them. Put your foot up there. Put it up there. Oh, okay. Come on. You yeah, mean our elected me. officials that work for the people? Yeah. But yeah. are controlling the people? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't, you know, the Nancy Pelosi's of the world, the uh, cocaine Mitches, the Lindsey Graham's, these guys that have, Chuck Schumer, all these guys that have been in Washington, D.C. for a thousand years each. Yeah. Uh, that's one thing. We know those guys. I mean, they get just entrenched and embedded up there i don't know how all that stuff works how do these people just keep a career for 40 years in washington dc i mean creepy joe and all these guys are up there but these mayors and these governors we still got to do that special on california mafia what i call the california mafia the pelosi's the newsom's the j paul getty the you know the gettys all of these people and the newsom you know aunt aunt nancy and gavin newsom I mean, these guys are little dictators little tyrants Governor Whitmer in Michigan, she's a tyrant. Uh, that mayor, uh, Lori Lightfoot, there in Chicago, who's going to come out and say, we going to arrest y'all. We will take you to jail, period. Break it up. Do you know that the gun violence rate is up this year over last year in South and West Chicago? Chicago's shooting more people than ever before. And that's with this so-called lockdown. And suddenly, Lori Lightfoot is all about law and order in Chicago, all over people who are getting too close to each other in social gatherings, and she's going to arrest them, take them to jail. So what? You can put them in a jail cell with each other and breathe each other's air? Maybe they'll give them some masks with the nose and the mouth cut out like that hoe was wearing. But this stuff, this, this Gestapo tactic of everything is just pissing me off, man. Uh, it, it, <laughs> I don't condone what I'm about to show you at all in fact this cop should have gotten out and beat their ass but but this is this is the attitude towards authority Mm -hmm. that's out there when authority continues just to bark 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 we're americans you're right steve we elected people we put them in a place of, of governorship we put them in a place where they're ruling us in terms of not ruling us but you know what i'm saying they're they're in charge they're they're making the rules right we put them in that place this government's about we the people. This is a republic. And so as Americans, when you start to continually bark and bark and bark and take our liberties away, you're going to have some outbreaks and some, you know, some some lash out sessions that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Show this video right here. I don't like this at all and I don't condone it, but let me just show you this. Well, 
Austin, Texas. Here's the cops standing there on the edge of the water. He's a city park ranger and he's explaining social distance. Looks like to some teenagers, some younger people. And a kid comes up and just shoves him in the water. Um, obviously, we're dealing with a park ranger here. It's not a cop. This yeah, and that's Travis the thing. County. They're not. I, they do have authority and stuff, but they don't look very threatening. I think they need like to look more threatening, and maybe they wouldn't <laughs> push him. Well, put some tactical gear on him. Maybe strap one of those uh, AR-15s on the front of him. Yeah, but they don't. I know. You're right. I mean, I get what you're saying. It doesn't look very threatening, but they don't because <laughs> because it's not that guy's right to come and be threatening to me. Right. He, yeah, it's his job to come out there and explain social distancing and say, OK, you guys need to break it up a little mm -hmm. bit as much BS as that is, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Uh, but he, that's his job to do that. Mm -hmm. Somebody's told him to do that. Uh, these guys like these governors and mayors I'm talking about, they are taking it to that next level of crap, which is what right. were you going to say? Oh, I, no, I. I agreed. I was just going to say it didn't seem at any point that the ranger was being disrespectful, rude, arrogant, yeah. overly power hungry. That idiot kid. And the kid was probably just yeah. drinking too much. It just was a, a, a stupid move on that kid's part because the guy is doing his his job. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, none of us like it. Well, you, know? you have to respect the people in authority. Correct. This is the problem. Philosophically, at least from my standpoint, philosophically, this is the problem with what's going on. We all want to have freedom. We all want to have authority over our own lives, mm -hmm. okay? The way as Americans, and just it's true in general as humans, the way we have authority is by placing ourselves under authority, okay? At some point in time in your life, you will be placed under authority. Mm -hmm. if, if you're a child, you have a parent. You're under authority. Uh, if you are a citizen, then you, are, you get pulled over by a cop. You're under their authority, mm -hmm. Authority isn't uh, tyranny, okay? Authority is something that is delegated to people, and it is something that people submit to. I can't have authority unless I submit to authority. That's just a general principle in life. If I don't submit to authority, then all of my freedoms will ultimately be taken away. At the end of the day, they could put me in prison, and I, don't, I lose it all because I didn't submit to authority, right? I didn't obey the law. I didn't listen to uh, you know, what was legal I didn't, or a law officer, and I lost my, my freedom. So that's why you got to submit to authority. But when that authority starts to overstep its bounds into tyranny, we got a problem. Because at that stage in the game, like whenever uh, I, I mentioned yesterday, whenever that judge in Houston starts saying, nope, got to take pictures of people. You got to report them. If they're in a restaurant and it's over 25% capacity, you got to report them. Okay, we're starting to get a little bit. Eh, 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 eh. When Lori Lightfoot says, we're going to break you up, we're going to put you in jail. Eh. People are out there surfing and they're all by themselves. I saw a video mm -hmm. over the weekend of some lifeguards. They pull the lifeguard truck right down there to the beach and pull the surfboards out and went out there surfing. And it's like, oh, you can go surfing because you're the authority. You're an asshole. Uh, yeah. In Whitmer, you know, they, they went in there. And they, people, you know, they got these stay-at-home orders in Michigan. And Gretchen Whitmer, who's the governor there in Michigan, you know, she's, she is absolutely making sure that people stay home. Uh, and they, they went to Lansing. They went to the state capitol. And people 
you know, Bougie Sean said, how can these people with guns and stuff go into the Capitol? I said, who's the hell's going to stop them? Mm-hmm. You know, you can't take it on federal grounds. You can't take it on. But who's going to stop them? These guys, they all walked in there. And, of course, she says that it was the worst racism and the most awful parts of U.S. history. This chick's got a problem, man. Some of the outrageousness of what happened at our Capitol depicted some of the worst racism and awful parts of our history in this country, she said on CNN State of the Union Sunday. Armed group of demonstrators, she said, included people wielding Confederate flags and nooses, in addition to other racist signs, were not representative of who we are today. Um, That's a small group of people when you think about the fact that this is a state of 10 million people, the vast majority of whom are doing the right thing, she said. Uh, of course, President Trump came out and told her, said on Twitter, he said, you need to negotiate with the protesters. Uh, he said the governor of Michigan should give a little and put out the fire. These are very good people and they are angry. They want their lives back again safely. See them, talk them, talk to them, make a deal, he wrote. So, of course, you know, people will say that Trump's a racist because how dare he defend those people by saying they're good people. I mean, it's echoes of Charlottesville all over again, which is just absolutely asinine. Uh, so the, the she said the fact of the matter is we're in a global pandemic. This is not something we negotiate ourselves out of, and it's a political matter. This is a public uh, this is a public health crisis that has taken the lives of almost seventy thousand Americans. She said. Okay, well, again, I, I'm at a point, Candace. I'm at a point. If anyone wants to debate me on the numbers of this thing. I'll debate them. Okay? I'm saying it to you. You're hearing it. If it comes to you, if anybody wants to talk to Candace and set this thing up, you want to jump on Skype with me, I'll have this debate with somebody about this global pandemic and what's going on in America. Okay? How do you feel about that? Marked it down. I think that'd be good. Yeah. You do have so, numbers. But, I, but don't come at me because you want to be a jackass. I'm just saying, if you think this is the end of the world... If this pandemic is is the worst thing we've ever faced in our country, and we need to keep this lockdown order, mm-hmm. Natalie, and nobody needs to go back to work, nobody needs to have anything to do with this stuff. These people in Michigan that came to the Capitol, they were wrong, wrong, wrong. How dare they defy the governor's stay-at-home orders? I'll have that debate with you. Based on the numbers, based on the stats, you come at me, we'll bring nothing but the facts and we will see how it comes out for you. How about that? And Steve and I will pop the popcorn and watch <laughs> it go down. That's right. I'm just saying, you got it, but it's got to be a qualified debate. It can't just be somebody that wants to pop off at the mouth. You set that thing up, Candace, and we'll do it. I'm, I'm throwing down the gauntlet right now. I'm, I'm willing to go to the mattresses with this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to go to the mattresses with this thing because I'm absolutely sick of it. People say, oh, well, you've just sat there at home. and No, hell no, I haven't. I'm here. I'm here. I've been here every day. I've been in this studio. You guys have been here. Mm-hmm. There's others with this network. They haven't been here. That's their choice. We've chosen to come in here, right? I could yep. pull a Chris Cuomo. I could have sat at home. I could have demanded them set up a microphone at my house, and we could have broadcast all of us socially distanced. That would have sucked. Yep. And I didn't want to do it. Nope. And I, I didn't. didn't do it. And you know what? I've traveled. I'll travel again this week. Yep. Uh, I've been around places. I've been around people. 
I've I've hugged necks. I've shaken hands. I've done it all. I listen, Steve. You want to think about it? Think about how many thousands of people, tens of thousands of people, you and I interact with personally on the road year in and year out. Yeah. How many hands we shake? Necks we hug. Thousands and thousands. Thousands of them. So I'm not sitting there worried about somebody's germs, right? First of all, you and I probably have an immune system and knock on something. We'll be sick tomorrow. (laughs) You and I have an immune system that's ridiculously high. And I think we hurt our immune system by social distancing. There's no question about that we do. Mm -hmm. It's uh, No question about that. That's the whole point of herd immunity. Go back last week. Let's talk to Dr. Wilcutts again and watch that thing. Uh, over and over again but it, it's it's so so no i haven't sat there in fear i haven't done it i went to the nail salon it's look at you oh you pick a color did they take any responsibility at all for the murder hornets they did not they didn't no <laughs> that's my problem <laughs> with nail technicians we'll be right back hang tight something we haven't talked about on this show i don't think we've talked about it and that's all this stuff going on about joe biden and tara reed the reason i haven't talked about it i've talked about it on other shows for instance the news and why it matters and look joe biden i i still somebody jumped jumped my ass the other day because i said i think joe biden's probably a nice guy Mm -hmm. you can't say that that's like saying obama's a nice guy obama probably is a nice guy Mm-hmm. I, I like if Obama walked in the door, I got I don't think he'd come in here with animosity. I think he'd be like, huh, how you doing? <laughs> Good to see you. Play golf. Have a beer. <laughs> I, so, no, I think that you, you don't stay in Washington, D.C. and continually get elected for 40 years and be a mean guy. OK. Is it genuine? I don't know. Right. I ain't always genuinely nice. I understand Southern hospitality. I'll say yes, ma'am, and thank you, and under my breath call you yes, ma'am, and thank you. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. So somebody jumped me about that, but but there's no question about it. Um, Joe, I feel sorry for him because his family's put him up in the middle. I mean, he's, uh, whoever's done it. I mean, it's sad to watch, you know. The funniest meme I saw over the weekend, <laughs> sad that this is funny, but it was <laughs> it was Trump on the top, and he said, you know, if you're a celebrity, you can just grab them right by the P. And, and Biden said, that's right, you can grab them by the, you know, you know the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know the thing. Uh, and I feel sorry for him because the guy is just absolutely my understanding he did more than just grab by the well that's the thing right that's the thing yeah uh tara reed of course had reported back in 93 to other friends and some other friends have now corroborated her story there was digital penetration uh she did tell people about it she did not want to just come out and tell on him because she was trying to have a career in politics she was working for him she was a democrat she's a lifelong democrat she was a Biden supporter in that regard. Um, you know, this is not some Trump supporter who's coming out saying, hey, we, this is what's going on. Uh, now, but, I don't understand why didn't she come out whenever he was running for vice president? Well, I don't know. I mean, then that is the thing. And, and that is the issue I have with all of it. Absolutely. Don't wait 30 years to come out and say you have this issue. 
I have no question whatsoever, based on tons of video evidence, that Joe Biden has been inappropriate. His gropey, feely, touchy, smelly. It's just whether he means anything by it or not. I'll let you determine that. It's just weird. A lot of circumstantial kind of yeah a lot of vibe to it and i just like whatever it's just weird and donald trump was a playboy okay i look he was a billionaire playboy Mm -hmm. i get it of course he was you wanted him to be that the left loved him they loved him here was a guy who was in the fashion world he was in the pageant world the casino world the hotel world Hollywood, videos. Manhattan. The most rapped about billionaire. Rappers. They loved him. I mean, don't sit there and tell me that a guy who was that involved with the entertainment industry is homophobic. He's not homophobic. Mm-mm. Don't tell me he's a racist. He wasn't. He's just Trump. He's Trump. He says things the way he says them, and they're just Trumpisms. But come on. Come on. You don't, I mean, don't even, I, I'm not even going to attempt to make the argument. I didn't vote. For Trump because of his sexual purity. That, that's not why I supported the guy. It's not why I support him now. It's not what I'm looking at. So you could throw all that stuff out. Uh, Joe Biden, did he do it? The, the issue is this. Let me just, I'm taking a long way around the block to get to my point. The issue is this. The left made the rules. They made the rules. I'm under no misgivings or misconceptions that politicians in Washington, D.C., both men and women, we saw it with Katie Hill and her thruple mm-hmm. and all that stuff, we, we make no misgivings whatsoever that politicians have done some shady stuff in Washington, D.C. with members of the same sex, opposite sex, everything else. They, there, there's all kinds of stuff that's there. They're humans. They're humans. They're people. People are people. And when you put them in a place of power and temptation, most people can't handle that. Yeah. That's what goes on. And so we know that politicians have done things like that. All right. So, and that's on both sides. But the left made the rules. The Me Too movement made the rules. And when, uh, what's her name? Tarana Burke, who comes out. Isn't that her name? Who founded the Me Too movement, who comes out and says, it's not acceptable, but he's electable. I'm still going to vote for Donald or for Joe Biden. And what he did was unacceptable. And then there was the then there was the the lawyer lady on Twitter who comes out, gosh, what's her name, who got ratioed so bad on Twitter because she was like, "Well, look, I believe Tara Reid, but we got to get Donald Trump out of office, so I'm supporting Joe Biden." <sighs> that is the height of hypocrisy. It is. So that's the thing that I have an issue with mm-hmm. right there is you're going to come out, Alyssa Milano, all of these people are going to come out and they're going to say, okay, they crucified Justice Kavanaugh. They crucified Brett Kavanaugh over some mm-hmm. hearsay stuff that the woman couldn't remember the time, couldn't remember the place, couldn't remember who was there, couldn't remember what happened to her, couldn't remember how she got home. None of these mm-hmm. things that, you know, Christine Ford, they know, she had no clue. There were no details. Tara Reid comes up and says, this happened, this happened, this is where I was, this is what he did, this is what was going on, this is what he said, and even what he said sounds like something Joe Biden would say. Come on, come on, I heard you were into me. Yeah. <laughs> so I see all this stuff, and I'm like, okay. And then he won't let the the the, the, the archives be opened up. But the high school yearbook was Oh, yeah, something signed in a high school Kavanaugh. yearbook. I mean, yeah. they got to parade that all over the damn thing. And so I, I just say... 
don't be a hypocrite, folks. I'm not defending Donald Trump in his past. I'm not defending Joe Biden. I'm not defending anybody. I, God knows I got my own past. I was going to say, I'm never running for <laughs> I office. Mean, Lord have mercy. I mean, I, I've done plenty of things that that I ain't ashamed about. I, I'm not happy about them things I'm ashamed of. And there's things that I'll make jokes about and all kind of stuff. There's locker room talk and things that, that, I, that would embarrass my mama if she'd ever heard me say it. There's things my mama will tell you that I've said in her presence that she can't believe I've said. It's mm-hmm. even on tape in places. Go back and watch Blaze TV's Humor Me, uh, that episode with my mom. Uh, you, I, I, I get the yeah. sexual promiscuity, but I will defend Trump when he said he about grabbing by the pee. He he was right. He was 100% right. That, that part, not that he's walking the straight and narrow, but yeah. he is absolutely right about that a lot of people say well trump admitted to doing that no he didn't that's not what he said he said when you're a celebrity they let you do it and he's right now he did say you know hey i just come on him i I kiss him you know and that's what i do and when you're a celebrity they they just let you do it Mm -hmm. uh you know he was like i wanted to effer i wanted to um if you read the transcript it's cringeworthy it's it's very trumpian in the way he says things he's just big talking yeah Uh, and i'm not defending that at all if you can't handle that don't ever sit around a campfire with some beer around me no don't or don't don't be around a celebrity any i mean just Just. don't because people say stupid things for sure in life they say stupid things uh, this was a stupid thing. And you know what? I'll give it to Trump's credit. Right after that hot mic came out, he went on national television and he gave his response to it and he asked for forgiveness. Mm. Right? He did that. He admitted to doing it. He was caught in the in the hot mic and he came on and he asked for a forgiveness. So that's that. But I am so sick of people. I'm having to hear it over and over and over and over and over again. I've never defended Trump as some kind of bastion of credibility and morality that I want my sons to grow up and be like. I don't. But you created the rules. The left created the rules. The Me Too movement, all of this stuff, you created it. It's time to play by the rules, folks. Time to play by the rules. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. And I look, I don't want Joe Biden kicked out of the election. I want to see what's going to happen because, damn, it's going to be a show. I agree. I mean, I'd much rather see Trump running against Biden, but at this stage in the game, I don't even know. So does Hillary Clinton help or hurt him? Oh, she gosh. looks like a moron. Yeah. She does. She looks like a moron coming out supporting him. Anyway, we got to take a break. Be right back. Breaking news, Washington Times. My friend Jason Ridley, uh, State Representative Jason Ridley, he's been on the show before there in the state of Georgia. He says, uh, Georgia kicks off chilling door-to-door COVID-19 blood collections. Um, Let the government press coronavirus-tied blood collections of citizens begin. And they have. So State Department of Public Health recently announced in cooperation with blah, 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 blah. They're going to start collecting random citizens' blood. I'm telling you, folks, this they is They can't where, do that without consent, though. Uh, you would have to these days, to why it. not? That's the problem. And that's why we still have AR-15s. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you live in Canada. Oh, and yeah. You have an and AR-14? Say, oh, and it's completely voluntary. But they're going to come knock on your door. Uh, you get to decide whether or not to turn over your blood to the government. So, you know, teams will be visiting randomly selected homes in Fulton and DeKalb counties, ask about questions, blood How samples. How many people's on a team? How many people are coming up to my front door to collect my blood? <laughs> it only takes one person. 
You need a whole yeah. team. So, and that's the thing. And you know, Trump even came out talking about how we'll have a, a vaccine by the end of the year. Eh, Trump has to say those things. You're not giving me a vaccine by the end of this year. You're just not doing it. I, then it ain't going to happen. You're not vaccinating me. He's just me. saying we might have one. Might not have that one. You're, you're not vaccinating you. me. You're not sticking me with no Bill Gates murder hornet serum. i just not going to happen. He wants to reduce the population. I, that little freaking nerd. Screw you, Bill Gates. <laughs> What's your computer crash tonight? Uh, screw <laughs> Bill Gates. Oh, the guy can't protect his own PCs from a virus, much less us. <laughs> All right, folks, go to watchchad.com. Now, for a limited time, go to blazetv.com uh, slash chad and get $30 off your annual subscription. We love y'all. God bless you. We're going to talk to you tomorrow night. Y'all take care of yourself. God bless you. Bye.